0: Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from senior pastor Eric Holler. Alright, well, let's take our Bibles and turn somewhere close to the middle of your Bible, to the book of Proverbs. We are in chapter, we're finishing up chapter 8. We're gonna go through nine and ten. Alright. Y'all don't get too excited now. Calm down, calm down. <laughs> The end of 8, 9, and 10. How many of you think I can do it? Uh, how many you think I can do it in time? Hmm? Now, I want to announce what that time is. I'll just say in time. It's kind of things God says to you, you know, soon. Soon? Well, last I checked, your soon has been over 2,000 years now. So, <laughs> behold, I come quickly. Really? <laughs> I'll end quickly tonight. <laughs> uh, amen. Uh, just a couple of announcements before we uh, get into the message that I need to remind you of. One, the Bible stick um, that we we're raising money for our soldiers. We have brought in right about $1,000 so far. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Now we have 1,500 to go. Amen. Not any applause on that one. Just, just on, okay. 1,500 to go, and I believe that we're going to get it done. Amen. Amen. Praise, Praise God. So I uh, just wanted to keep that before you. Sunday, uh, we'll be doing a special offering for that again. The self defense seminar uh, will be this Saturday, March the 12th, at Fire Station number 7 in McKinney from 9 to 11 and 11 to 1. I guess that's, is that age specific? Can you announce, can you say what age, how that works, Candace? It's on the flyer. Which I don't have the flyer. Kids is 9 to 11. And women are 11 to 1. Thank you, Mindy. Mindy. (laughs) Leave it to the school teacher to get the information and (laughs) retain it. All right. Food Pantry Neighborhood Blitz, Blitz, Blitz. This Saturday, March the 12th from 9 to noon, we'll meet here at the church and then go to the neighborhoods around our church, more like uh, south on... uh, Lake Forest, uh, Heatherwood area, and, and some of those homes down there as well. as probably some around here, uh, but uh, we're going to let them know that we have a food pantry. Praise God, I'm excited about that. Amen. And then, Holy Spirit class, Sunday, March the 20th, which is a week from this coming Sunday. Pastors Everett and Nancy will be teaching. Any of you who are interested in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that is the, the evidence of speaking in tongues and you've not received the baptism of the Spirit and want to know more about what this whole speaking in tongues things is a thing is about, Sunday morning you will be taught and given the opportunity after your teaching to receive it. Amen. And all the tongue talkers said. Yeah. Amen. That will be during the second service. All right? Right after praise and worship, we'll dismiss you to go with them and do your thing. Amen. You can sign up for the four, in the foyer for that. Is that everything? Daylight savings time this Saturday night, early Sunday morning. All right, don't forget because you'll be late for church. Spring forward, one hour ahead. And I think that is all. All right, Proverbs chapter 8. We need to finish up this chapter. I'd love to review, but I'm not going to. All right, 8.32, let's just jump right into it. Are you ready? All right, now therefore listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. And remember, this is wisdom that's been talking to us for some time in the book of uh, Proverbs chapter 8, uh, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise, and do not disdain it. Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. Wow, so uh, it, this person is who's looking for wisdom, who wants wisdom in their life, they're every day looking for and listening for wisdom's instruction amen that it's a daily habit daily setting your life on course for hearing god and following his voice daily walking in the spirit because you know that's where you live as a believer paul said it like this if we live in the spirit let's also walk in the spirit right it's not if you're that that if is actually better translated since since we live in the spirit let us also walk in the spirit Since that's a reality in your spirit, that you are born again, you have eternal life on the inside of you, you need to walk accordingly, right? Act like who you are. Amen. Verse 35, For whoever finds me, finds life, and obtains favor from the Lord. Ooh, man. Wisdom is directly connected to the favor of God in your life. Whoever finds me, Finds life. What it says really, when you do it God's way, you get God's results. Verse 36 But he who sins against me wrongs his own soul. All those who hate me love death. Whew, strong words. Chapter 9 Wisdom has built her house. I want to be in that house. That's the house I want to live in, right? Wisdom, she has built her house. And now this is interesting. She has hewn out her seven pillars. No clue what those seven pillars mean. Pastor John, our theologian here, might know what those seven pillars mean, but uh, I do know this: that seven is a very significant number, and it is the number for perfection or completion. Hmm. So that being so means that the wisdom of God is all you need. It's complete. It's all you need to live your life to the fullest. Remember what I talked about last week? We looked at 1 Corinthians 1.30. It says, now Christ has become for us wisdom. And isn't it interesting that Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it to the fullest. Wow. Jesus is the wisdom. Look at verse 2. She has slaughtered her meat. Oh, I like that verse. Being a hunter, I really appreciate that verse. I saw something yesterday that said, Dear vegetarian, I eat the cows that produce methane gas that bring global warming. You eat the plants that are trying to help us help prevent global warming. So who's really killing the planet? (laughs) Amen. (laughs) That's good preaching, isn't it? (laughs) She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table she sent out her maidens she cries out from the everybody say this highest the highest places of the city whoever is simple let him turn in here as for him who lacks understanding she says to him come eat of my bread and drink of the wine i have mixed ooh look at this come eat of my bread and drink of my wine bread and wine there's jesus there's jesus again Bread and wine, my body, my blood. Bread and wine, covenant. Come into the covenant relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. The Bible always points us to the Lord Jesus. This whole book is centered around that man. Verse 6, forsake foolishness. That word forsake means to leave and abandon. Forsake foolishness and live. And go in the way of understanding. He who corrects a scoffer or a scorner gets shame for for himself. And he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer lest he hate you. Jesus said it like this. Don't cast your pearls before swine. Right? The guy that's not going to listen to you, quit trying to give him advice. You're wasting your time. A scoffer is someone who mocks, someone who boasts, and someone who utters contempt. So they're going to hate you. You're going to come across people in life uh, who you'll try to instruct or you'll correct, and you know what? They're just going to hate you for it. Amen. They're mockers. They scoff at the counsel and wisdom of God. When you hold a belief that is contrary to what the Word of God says, you have become a mocker. You've become a scoffer. You've become one who utters contempt when you hold a belief that is contrary to what the Word of God says. But look at this. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Mm. A wise man loves correction, and the one who corrects him. Amen. A wise man understands that, that verse that we read way back there in Proverbs 3. Whoever the Lord loves, he corrects. All right? And I've told you this before. When you, the Lord starts correcting you, you just say, thank you, Jesus. I feel the love. Ugh, it hurts, but I, it hurts right. Amen. I mean, the fact that you're being corrected ought to be a reminder to you that God's talking to you. He hasn't left you, hasn't forsaken you. Amen. That's good news. If he's correcting you, he loves you. And he's still talking to you. Might not like it, but whom the Lord loves, he corrects. Now, I just have to say today that I am very grateful for, to God for my parents who did a lot of correcting. I'm grateful to the police department. And a lot of correcting. No, I was never in jail, just got a lot of tickets. Probably should have been in jail. <laughs> the only difference between me and the guys that were in jail is that they got caught. Amen. <laughs> oh, don't look at me so religious. Everybody in this building's guilty. Come on, give me a break. I I know I'm in the right church. All right. My teachers, my school teachers, all the teachers said, Amen. I'm grateful for my teachers, my grandparents, my elders who have spoken into my life and corrected me and helped me see my error. But you know what I appreciate about that? Not only did they show me my error, but they showed me the right way to go. See, I don't like somebody rebuking me and not helping me. Right? Right? But they corrected me by showing me the right way. You know, like when you're on your phone and you're texting, driving, driving. On a highway, and you look up, and you're run, about to run into a wall or another car. What do you have to do? Correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? You got to correct that. So you, otherwise, you're gonna you're gonna go in a bad, bad direction, and you're gonna injure yourself or possibly other people. I'm grateful for those who have showed me uh-uh, back over here. This is the right way. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It's not just about getting a scolding. It's about getting the right information to make the right decision. Amen. Amen. Correction keeps you on the road. Give in verse nine. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. <laughs> That's awesome. That means, that, see, the wise man never sees himself as having arrived, does he? The wise man is always hungry for instruction. You guys remember short circuit? Movie about the robot. Need input. Need input. Right? That's what the wise man sounds like. Need input, need instruction. Right? Never gets never gets full and never gets tired of learning and being taught. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Teach a just man And he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. He's repeating it again. Chapter 1. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Boy, that's a powerful thought there. The knowledge of the Holy One. I want you to turn it over to 2 Peter chapter 1 for a moment. We're going to tie this in right with New Testament doctrine. And the knowledge of the Holy One. Who's the Holy One? Not everybody at once now. Thank you. Gary Glockner, you get a gold star. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Here we go. Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Isn't that wonderful? Look at verse 4. I think Peter probably read Proverbs. By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. All this happens through the knowledge of Jesus. See, the more you get to know him, the more you understand you have everything that you need. Hallelujah. Amen. I like what Psalm chapter, oh, help me, 1611? Psalm 1611? Is it 1611? I can't remember what it says now. I like that. I think I like that verse. No, it's your right-handed pleasures forevermore. Is that right? right? Oh, yeah, you will show me the path of life in your presence. That's the word I was looking for. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand. Well, who's at the right hand? Hallelujah, every good thing, every pleasure of life is found in Jesus, sitting at the right hand of God. Amen. All right, well, just thank you for bringing that up, Michael. I appreciate that. All right, the fear of the Lord is beginning with wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Amen. For by me, your days will be multiplied. This is wisdom again. For by me, your days will be multiplied, and the years of life will be added to you. Now, this is important that you understand this verse right here, because the world has a different concept about their life. Listen to what this says again. For by me your days will be multiplied and years of life will be added. Do you know what this verse just said to us tonight? Contrary to what you've been taught, God does not have a calendar with a certain day with your name on it. That's the day they die. This date, I have it, it is written Nothing they can do about it. This says your days can be multiplied and years of life can be added to you. Amen. Amen. You can add days to your life walking in the wisdom of Almighty God. Men have proven it over and over and over again. Why in the world, if that's the truth, well, it was just their time. She was three. Wasn't her time. Her time. Why then? Are verses like this in the Bible, if God's gonna do whatever he wants to anyway. Why are there verses like this there? If 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 the why is the promise, children obey your parents from the Lord. But well, this is right, honor your father and mother, that your days may be long on the earth. Right? For length of days, long life and peace, they, that is the words of God, will be added to you. Length of days, long life and peace. Sounds like we're in control. Mm -hmm. I just want God to be in control. I don't even think about that. It's too heavy. Welcome to planet Earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why you have to walk by faith. Amen. This ought to be encouraging you tonight. How many of you want long life out there? How many want days to be added and multi- years to be multiplied? Hallelujah. See, so you have an advantage over this guy who wrote this. You have Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. On the inside of you, the Spirit who stays, resides. He guides you into all truth. That anointing teaches you all things. He came and went with these guys. He came. That's why David said, take not your Holy Spirit from me. Please don't let him go again. We don't even know what that, we don't even know that reality. And I, it's sad to me that the, that the New Testament church has sang songs like that. Hey, 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 the Holy Spirit came and he came to stay. A lot has happened since Jesus came, changed everything. He made it to where we become the temple, the dwelling place of the Spirit of God. Woo. And that's why it's so, think about how easy it is to tap into. Think about when David when the Holy Spirit wasn't there when he would try to tap, tap in into try to have a relationship and Oh, I'm just in a desert, pastor. No, you're not. Go back to the Old Testament. You'll know what it's like to be in a desert when the Holy Ghost ain't nowhere in sight. You don't know a desert. You have an oasis living in. You have a well of you have a wellspring springing up on the inside of you every day of your life. You're in a desert. That's only your fault. Amen. <laughs> Out of your belly flows rivers of living water. If you're in a desert, that's your fault. Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you. Verse 12. Now, there's no condemnation. I hope you don't feel like I'm beating on you. Now, I'm trying to help you. Verse 12. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. And if you scoff, you will bear it alone. The message says mock life and life will mock you. Verse 13, a foolish woman, and I always talk about this foolish woman. That's nobody here. Obviously, you're all in church. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing. (laughs) And she is not your mother-in-law. She's not mine anyway. Verse 14, for she sits at the door of her house on a seat by the highest places. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, where was wisdom seated? Look at verse 3. Let's back up to verse 3 for a second. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Wow. A foolish woman. She sits at the door of her house on a seat by the highest places of the city. So right here, along with the Word of God that's being taught, that's falling on your ears tonight, there's also the wisdom of the world. Yeah. Wow, that is good. Wisdom's crying out, and the wisdom of the world's crying out. The wisdom of God and the wisdom of the world. Hmm. Anybody in here ever been distracted in church? You ever had an evil thought in church? No. Anybody writing that? No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm telling. You, I think probably some of the worst kinds of thoughts I've had in church because I was been in church all my life. I didn't have a choice. Amen. <laughs> Amen. They were just minimized, but they do hit. It does happen. You can you can be so carnal sitting in church. Hands raised there. I love Jesus. I hate her and I hate him, but I love Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Verse 15. To call those who pass by, who go straight on their way, whoever is simple. Look, she says the same thing the wise that wisdom is saying. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. It's like she's mocking what wisdom is saying. That's the way of Satan, counterfeiting all the time. Whoever's simple and has for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, stolen water is sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. What she's saying is doing what you know you shouldn't be doing, now that's really living. But he doesn't know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. You can check out any time you want, but you can never leave. The message says, are you confused about life? Don't know what's going on? Steal off with me. I'll show you a good time. No No one will ever know. I'll give you the time of your life, but they don't know about all the skeletons in her closet and that all her guests end up in hell. Proverbs 10. Hey, we're getting there. The Proverbs of Solomon. A wise son makes a glad father. But a foolish son is the grief of his mother. Mm. Wise son, happy father. Foolish son, sad mother. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing. But righteousness delivers from death. Hmm. Well, that's the truth. That's the truth. You are the righteousness of God in Christ, yes. as a believer in Christ. So when you die, you don't really die. Physical death, pfft. Pastor John says, that's when you really start living, yeah. right? It's when you really start living. But death, as in separation from God, you will never know. Righteousness, righteousness delivers from death. The Lord will not allow the righteous soul to famish. No, Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. But he casts away the desire of the wicked. He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. That just means that you work, that you use your hands, that you use your body, that you use your health, you use your mind amen, yeah. for something other than laying around being lazy. You do what God's called you to do. Be who God's called you. He who gathers in summer is a wise son. He who plays Nintendo in harvest is a son who causes shame. I think that's what it said. No, Xbox. No, no, No. We. Sorry. <laughs> Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. The message says it like this. Blessings accrue on a good and honest life. Ooh, I like that. I like money that accrues, and I certainly like blessings that accrue. They stack up on you. Amen. But the mouth of the wicked is a dark cave of abuse. Woo! You know why that is? Because you get what you talk about. Verse 7, the memory of the righteous is blessed, but the name of the wicked will rot. The wise in heart will receive commands. There it is again. Will receive commands. But a prating fool will fall. I like the way the message says this. A wise heart takes orders. An empty head will come unglued. (laughs) That's good, isn't it? (laughs) Well said. He who walks with integrity walks securely. Well, oh, that's strong. Never has to look over his shoulder. Mm, he he's not worried about what other people are seeing. He ain't worried. Right? I remember one day I was catching a bunch of fish with my father-in-law, and he wasn't catching any. And that was the only time that's ever happened in my life. And I have to say, I was really enjoying that moment. Because I'm pulling him in, so he'd go over on the side I was fishing, and they'd quit biting And uh, I I was just having a great time with that. He said, you must be living right. Anybody ever heard that phrase, must be living right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know about all those other times, but today, I guess it worked out all right. He (laughs) who perverts his ways will become known. Yeah. Be sure your sin will. Oh, my mother can complete that sentence because she told me that many times when I was a kid be sure your sin will find you out and if it did I'd say how did you know then she would say a bird told her a bird a little bird a little bird, a little bird told me I'd like to I'd like to see that bird I'd like to have a meeting with that bird just <laughs> me and him for a, a little while yeah, I remember dumb and dumber what happened to little Petey Verse 10, he who winks with an eye causes trouble, but a prating fool will fall. The mouth of the righteous is a well of life. Listen to this. The mouth of the righteous is a well of life. Reminds me of another scripture that says, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. You really ought to have, every time you open your mouth, have something good and life-giving to say. Amen. And if you don't, then don't say anything. Amen. And we're going to look at that in just a moment. Uh, Ooh, he said something, didn't he? The mouth of the righteous is a well of life, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. Hatred stirs up strife. But love covers all sins. Boy, there's, there's, a, there's a picture of Satan and Jesus right there, isn't it? Huh? Satan's always bringing up strife, trying to bring division. but Jesus covers sins. Hallelujah. Wisdom is found on the lips of him who has understanding. But a rod is for the back of him who is devoid of understanding. Maybe we ought to, on Sundays... Just have uh, Brandon with a stick. What do you think, Brandon? You can bring your husbands up here or you know, whatever and say, get him with that rod. He's devoid of understanding. No. But it does help the child. Amen. I like the scripture. We'll look into it. It says it: the rod drives foolishness right out of them. Hit the backside and all the stupid goes right out of the head. (laughs) It's true. Message, you'll find wisdom on the lips of a person of insight, but the short-sighted needs a slap in the face. (laughs) Uh, Sounds like my friend Brandon. I'll slap you. Fourteen, wise people store up knowledge. Store up knowledge. Here it is, what I was just saying. Wise people store up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. That is, the wise guy doesn't always open his mouth and say something. Right. He doesn't say everything he knows. He stores it up. The foolish man is blah, 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 blah. Yeah, talking all the time. Ah, say whatever comes to my mind. We noticed, fool. There's a certain point. I mean, think about it. There's a certain point. Oh, I, I, I messed up. Oh, verse 15. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. There's a certain point in the game of Monopoly, everybody play Monopoly, right? When your opponent has hotels on every property and you have maybe waterworks and the electric company and you're just holding on for dear life, but you know that he, what he has accumulated has become a strong, fortified city, and it's just a matter of time before it's over for you. Right? That's what that means. That, that wealth, it's, it's a fortified city. The stacks, are, the, the chips are in his favor. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible wants you blessed. That's why the Bible wants you wealthy. That's why Christ became poor so that you would be rich, that you through his poverty will become rich so that you walk through this world with the advantage in every situation. Yeah. Right. The advantage that is that you, that you will not crumble and fall economically, but that you are blessed and that you will continually be a blessing yes. and that you'll represent him in the best way. Hallelujah. Yes. Healthy and wealthy. It's God's desire for your life here on the earth. Amen. Can you receive that? Because the truth is, I mean, if you keep talking, you're just going to find trouble. The labor of the righteous leads to life. The wages of the wicked to sin. That means they're going to they're do all of these things and the payment is sin. Well, what a sorry thing to end up with. He who keeps instruction is in the way of life, but he refuses correction, goes astray. Mm-mm. is this helping you whoever hides hatred has lying lips and whoever spreads slander is a fool this kind of stuff they come and go i've seen them come in church or i've seen them leave talk nice to me to my face and death about me outside amen it's happened many times they hide their hatred In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. He who restrains his lips is wise. So if you just keep talking, you're going to sin. The wild zebra, as Pastor John likens the tongue to, it will buck you off eventually. Yeah. And so you have to learn when to ride and when to put it in the barn. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. The tongue, I love it. L- listen to how, much, how many references there are to the mouth and to the tongue. It's your words here. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver. The heart of the wicked is worth little. The lips of the righteous feed many. See, that's what I'm saying. You've you got to give something that somebody can take into their life, something that brings life, something that brings nourishment to their souls. The lips of the right feed many, but fools die for lack of wisdom. The blessing of the Lord, this is one we quote a lot, makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. And I want to expound on that as I've done many times. Verse 23, to do evil is like a sport to a fool, but a man of understanding has wisdom. Mm -mm -mm. The fear of the wicked will come upon him, and the desire of the righteous will be granted. Who was talking to me tonight about desire? Who was that? Joe, Joe Mills, it was you talking about God giving the desires of your heart. I thought that was interesting because this is something that really stood out to me in this, in this proverb. Uh, the fear of the wicked will come upon him and the desire of the righteous will be granted. So what they fear, they will experience. Yeah. But whatever you desire when you pray, believe you receive it and you shall have it. See, you don't have to, you don't have to fear God. Fear the, the, the evil out there. You don't have to fear corruption or destruction. That's not, that's not, it. That's not for you. Right. Not for the righteous. You get what you desire. Amen. You get what you desire. Amen. Amen. That's why evil foreboding is so evil. Yeah. Expecting, oh, it, life is, it, things are going so well right now, it's bound to get bad. Right? You sabotage your future. Right. Expecting somewhere down the road... This is all going to go awry. This is all going to go south. Instead of understanding that the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, it shines brighter, brighter, brighter to the full day. That Christ is our high priest of the good things to come. Whoo! As long as Jesus is seated there, every day you can wake up expecting good things to come into your life. Mm-mm-mm. He's going to be seated there a long time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hallelujah. When the whirlwind passes by, the wicked is no more. Y'all remember this story Jesus talked about? But the righteous has an everlasting foundation. Jesus said, whoever hears my sayings and does not do them is like the foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the winds came and the rain poured and his house was no more. Great was its destruction. But the wise man is he who hears my sayings and does them. He is like the wise man who, the man who hears my sayings and does them is like the wise man who built his house on the rock and the storm beat on his house and the house stood still. Woo! Notice this. Both men heard him. The fool heard him, and the wise man heard him. So we all we all have the same the same advantage. We really do. We all have the same opportunity. Amen. We all have the same word coming into our life here, and hearing it is one thing. But Jesus said, "Those who hear it, accept it, and bear fruit." Yeah. Amen. Yes. As vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is the lazy man to those who send to those who send him. So is the lazy man to those who send him. Ooh, I, I, that's why it's really that whenever you ask me to give you I what's the word I'm looking for a reference for you to go get a job I really don't want to be sending smoke and vinegar to make sure you have a good work ethic Amen. (laughs) I've done that before as a matter of fact I uh, recommended a guy come to a job one time, and he came and worked 10 minutes and walked out. Worked 10 minutes and said, I quit, I'm done. Walked out, and that guy was like, thanks, Eric. I had no idea, but I didn't know the guy very well at the time. I didn't. I, I, didn't, know, I didn't know him at all, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but uh, I heard he needed a job, so I recommended him. Whew, yeah. Know them. Amen. Verse 27, the fear of the Lord prolongs days. we talked about what the fear of the Lord is. But the years of the wicked will be shortened. The hope of the righteous will be gladness. But the expectation of the wicked will perish. Verse 29, the way of the Lord is strength for the upright. Everybody say "Strength." strength. But destruction will come to the workers of iniquity. The righteous will never be removed, hallelujah, but the wicked will not inhabit the earth, the mouth of the righteous brings forth wisdom, but the perverse tongue will be cut out, and lastly, the lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked, what is perverse. Tonight, I want to remind you again, what is coming out of your mouth is vital to your life. Amen. Watch your tongue. Guard your tongue. You can't tame it, but you can break it for a day. Amen? Amen. Get control of that thing first thing in the morning. And hold on to those reins. Amen? And ride. And you stay in control of that thing. You stay in control. Amen? I'm serious. You just got to be vigilant about it. You got to be diligent about it. Let your mouth speak grace. Grace, grace, grace. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope this has blessed you tonight. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.